All right, we are live. Um, it is Todd. You can find me at Todd from PA. My name is Todd Burrows. We're <clears throat> going to be doing a live FFPC best ball draft. Um, our friends over at the FFPC have all kinds of leagues. Uh, you see that up there, best ball leagues. And I am excited that we're going to be doing that today. Uh, there are... Uh, best balls from $35 on up. Today, we're going to be doing a $35 league. Uh, first prize is, um, you know, based on a few different things. And second prize is a league fee credit for next year. So uh, we will be in with a bunch of really good drafters. And I thought besides the fun of watching me draft, it would be fun for you to see behind um, the mirror, so to speak. And I am going to share my screen for a lot of this show. Uh, if it lets me. It's not letting me. Let me. All right, let me try and share the screen again. There we go. All right, so you're gonna get to see some of the windows that I have open. Uh, a lot of, okay, so here is the draft board that will populate as we draft. Here is the draft room, players over here. Um, I pick 12 and you'll see this is something that I do a lot um, since I'm going to have 13 um, uh, picks from the start till my pick. You see, I have enough people in there to, let's see, Nick should be in there as well. Baker should be in there as well. So there's 16 names. So I'll get two people uh, out of my list. Uh, you can go over here and you can see that I will be using the Rotoviz tools that Mike, Breeze, uh, Mike Beers put together. There's a lot of great different windows this one, you'll notice I've got my address in here. So it'll have my personal ADP, my exposure that I have on each player, um, my uh, th the overall ADP uh, is here. And I will, you know, as we get further in the season, I might not show this when I do my pods, but just because I have someone doesn't mean I want more of them. So that's an interesting thing. The different players, uh, roster construction. Uh, this gives you some basic uh, roster construction things that are important. I pretty much know that stuff. Um, ADP charting. If I want to see where player movement has gone, I won't use that much. I won't use the risers and fallers much, uh, but you can see who they are. Um, this is a screen that I will use. It's actually over here. No, it's not. It's over here. Uh, 
So it, what this does is it allows you to have an idea when you're picking here, who might be available here. And I will use this a good bit, um, deciding when I'm going to, you know, as a tiebreaker between positions. So um, that is that is a, a good thing. And um, I love this screen. And then this one here will, um, is the FFPC Command Center. You'll see a lot of cool stuff. Um, it'll refresh automatically to this. It'll populate after my first pick. Um, it doesn't always uh, load fast enough, but it's great place uh, to evaluate your picks when you're doing slow drafts. So, um, all right. So that is over here. And over here, what else do I have open? And then, you know, for the listeners, this is where you'll be able to come in. Um, all right. Let me show you the stream yard. Well, let me stop sharing. So that's, um, that's different things that I will be looking at. Um, we've got five minutes to the draft. Um, I was talking about the FFPC. Um, I love the FFPC. Some of the rules of the FFPC, um, where most draft sites use three starting wide receivers, uh, FFPC only you need two. Um, and it's a 1.5 point per catch for tight ends. So it gives you a lot of ability to pick. Um, it, you're not tied to taking players as much by position because it gives you more flexibility um, to, to populate those two flex spots. I tend to like to use wide receivers in the flex. Uh, one of the key strategies I've been using this year is to take one stud running back in the first three rounds and then really punt running back, take a bunch of them later. Um, this is my first trip out of the 12 spot. I've got other drafts a lot that are the 10th and the 11th. Um, and I will also, um, I will also uh, tell you the 12 is harder, but there are a couple strategies that I, I do utilize. So that is a good bit uh, about the FFPC and we'll get started in a minute. I am going to, it's always interesting to try and do this while you are all right let's get the the share open again talking for an hour and a half straight i i am not promising you might have some quiet periods all right so let's go to some of the other people in the draft uh so some of the teams are League owners. Uh, Muzio will be in. Uh, Birdier's mama might come in. Marvin Berry from, uh, that's me. Uh, Tree Huggers, small chance he'll come in. Mongooses is in a lot of these. Running Roosters kind of crapped all over his team last time we did this. Uh, will be interesting to see if he goes out looking for all the Alabama guys. Again, Nizzles does a lot of these drafts. Um, we're going to have three different 
uh, at least three guys in these drafts that are in the drafts that have said they want to be part of the show. We'll get them in after the second round. So we wait. Uh, we've got 51 seconds left. Also, if you're watching and you want to, you can get in the comments. And I will keep an eye on the comments if anyone has questions, who I took, why I took certain people. And then you've got Twitter. Uh, All right, so the draft has started. You guys can see me tweeting uh, to Hayden Winks. And then we've got notifications. Well, we did notifications. All right, so already you see uh, McCaffrey won. Oh, Kels went one. Um, so that's Al. Um, this is, I don't know if he's ever done one of these before, but he went with Travis Kelsey 1-1. One, one. Um, some people might say that's a reach, but um, he's been going two or three this year. Last year, he, he had a very good win percentage going out of the six or seven. Uh, this is going pretty much as you would expect. So we've got uh, Dal uh, Dalvin three, Kamara four, Barkley five, Devontae a little early to O negative. Uh, probably we'll see Henry and Taylor go with the next two players. And there's Taylor and Travis. I mean, Derek Henry will go next. I'll, I'll bet dollars to donuts. <laughs> Derrick Henry, Tyreek. I would have taken Tyreek if he made it. I've got a good bit of Tyreek already because I've got a decent amount of uh, the 10 and 11, 9th, 10th, 11th. So I've been getting a pretty much a decent bit of him. Uh, Kittle went. So pretty much this is going as you would kind of expect. If I really wanted to force wide receiver, I could go digs. All right, so both tight ends went. So I would have taken a tight end. So as I was mentioning, I've been doing a lot of drafts uh, with, um, I've been doing a lot of drafts with just one running back, but I don't feel that digs is worth passing. I'm going to try something different. The choice is just a matter of who. Um, I, I'm not big on Zeke, but this probably is a pretty good chance to take him, but I'm still not going to do it. I'm going to take Eckler and Aaron Jones has been going a few picks later. If you look at the ADP charting, Aaron Jones has been going right around here. He was going in here before he resigned. He was the fifth highest scoring running back last year. 
And I think he's the best choice. So uh, they might regress a bit, but uh, I'm going to take uh, Aaron Jones over Zeke Elliott. Or am I? I can get more Aaron. Oh, boy. Eeny, meeny, miny. No. Eh, all right. We'll take Aaron. All right. So now one of the key things I like to do, as I told you, so I can stop thinking, <clears throat> is I'll I'll start going by position. And I would take Mahomes if he's there at the end of the third. Not going to take Josh Allen there. Some guys would have him there. Chubb, Swift, Dobbins, Gibson, Jacobs. I wouldn't take Miles. I would. Mixon, Hilaire, James Robinson, Najee, ETN. And that's it at that position. Wide receiver. I would obviously take Diggs and Hopkins and Jefferson and Metcalf. A.J. Brown, Michael Thomas, Calvin Ridley, Keenan Allen. Um, anyone else I definitely would take there? No. So now I look and I see I've got 19, 18. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. So I have to pick more people, go to tight end. Uh, Mark Andrews uh, definitely has to be in the discussion. I need to now put in a few more wide receivers that I like. Uh, C.D. Lamb, Allen Robinson, Terry McLaurin. Nobody else I would reach for there. I've got two running backs, so I don't want to reach for a running back. That gets me to 20, 21. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So I'm good. All right. So I've got enough guys. So now I can stop worrying. <clears throat> and then I can go here. And now I can show you guys this. Um, so you see, why does it? Twenty-one picks away. All right. Stay on this one refreshing. All right, so Eckler and Jones, you see over here, you see the draft. Um, here you get the odds of these guys coming to me, and we just have to play it out. I guess I should put David Montgomery in there too, even though I won't take him. Um, all right, so we do a little bit of waiting. All right, so let's go back here. You got me screen sharing. So anyone who wants to join will join at the end of the second round. Let's go back now to the draft room. And here's another way of looking at it. So you can see where we're at, Hopkins, and we're getting close to the end of the second round. So now I don't have to stress while I wait to the corners. One of the things I like to do in the corners is take two of the same position. I, I use that as a tiebreaker. I don't force it. But I like to start runs when I can. 
Um, I feel like it's the only power that you have come drafting from the 12 spot. So that's something I should mention. All right. So now I've got to be prepared for my next two picks. So Galladay just signed with the Giants. That'll be interesting. Um, you might see Dylan or Theowen or Watson. Watson probably won't make it. His ADP's falling. There's no way to uh, massage that. Uh, he is not a great pick right now. Rogers, Melvin Gordon, Aya, Chris Carson. So there's, you know, I probably will be looking to take at least one quarterback here. Uh, it'll be interesting to see who it is. Um, as you can see, quarterbacks are going way earlier this year. I talked about it on the pod yesterday with Moody, um, Eric Moody. Uh, and so we're, we'll talk about that a little bit as we go along. And let's go back. All right. So we're over here. Any surprise picks? Not really. Oh, negative. Two, you, you can see he's got two wide receivers. Another thing that's nice to keep track of, well, it doesn't matter as much when you're in the 12 spot, but keep an eye on the guys who are around you uh, because you can, you know, keep an eye on what they're going to need. That's something you want to do. Michael Thomas, probably not going to be uh, in the third round for the whole offseason. I think he'll end up in the second round. Uh, so I've been taking him when I'm in the early parts there. All right, let's see who is there. I've added Todd. Hey, Todd, how are you? Hey, what's going on, man? How's it going? So what team are you? I am the Nizzles. Nizzles 8 today. So how many of these have you done so far? Um, this would probably be, well, this is this is number 8 for this year. Um, gotcha. You, you know, usually I do probably, I don't know, anywhere from 50 to 60 a year, something like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's uh, – Hold on. Letting the other two people who might want to come on. So who were your first two picks? So I got Kittle in, in the first round, and I was sort of hoping to pick off uh, Waller and try out a new new strategy there. But uh, they're going back to back a lot of, a lot of times these days. So. Oh, back up. Uh, so I grabbed Kittle and then Diggs in the second there. Got it. Uh, so, so probably in need of running back, most likely here. See who you take. And we'll see if the other guys jump into the pod. I'm uh, not touching Josh Jacobs. Uh, I hate to do it, but I'm going to do David Montgomery. So I go back to this little guy and see it's just not it's just not refreshing quick enough. 16 picks away. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. One pick away. All right. So it did refresh fast enough. Good. All right. So now you can see 
you know, this information. I'm on the clock. Um, Jacobs, ETN, Andrews. You know, you can see where Andrews and Robinson and Lamb, those are the three I'm looking at. Not looking at any of these three that are typically go ahead. So then I guess the next thing I want to do, I definitely want a wide receiver. All right. So I'm down to 33 seconds. You want to keep track on that. Um, we go back here. I'm going to probably go quarterback with one of the picks. And then you, you've really not a lot of running backs I like. No tight ends I would consider here. So Andrews would be a decent pick. Um, but I'm going to take C.D. Lamb. Uh, Terry McLaurin went one before me. I probably would have went McLaurin. And because he's not there... <clears throat> Um, I'm going to go Mark Andrews. I don't take a lot of them. I still think his ADP is a little high for his volume, but I will take him um, because tiebreaker wide receivers are available more later. All right. Bill Muzio is available. Uh, Bill, welcome to the podcast. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Um, I've seen you tons of times in the uh, in these DFS and I mean these uh, drafting streets. And uh, what team are you today? I am Musio. Keep it simple. Keep it with the name. Ah, okay. Team so two. let's look at what you've done so far. What team number is that? Uh, team two. Team two. All right. So Dalvin, Michael Thomas, and Mixon. No, no. That's I think you're in the wrong room. Uh, hold on. Looking at the wrong thing. Um, Dalvin, Gibson, and Mixon. No. McCaffrey, no. A.J. Brown, and Miles. Third All time's right, a charm, I, Todd. You got it. Go. Yeah, I, I, like, <laughs> I, I like that a lot. Were you surprised that Kelsey went first? Uh, I've seen it, quite frankly. I've, this is my seventh draft now in February, in March now. So um, I've seen it probably out of the seven drafts. I've actually seen it three times. So it's it happens. It happens more frequently in the 35 best balls than it does in the 250s. Um, I think people are just willing to take a little bit more of a risk here. But um, I'm, I'm always happy to see it because, quite frankly, I've always been in like the top three to four in, in all my drafts except for one. And every time it happens, I mean, Christian McCaffrey falling to two is outstanding all the time. Yep. Um, all right. Yeah, no, and, and I think um... – uh, there's nothing wrong with taking him, and I think A.J. Brown and Miles Sanders, I think that's a, a really good start for you. Speaking of the gentleman who took Travis Kelsey, um, Al, Al, welcome to the podcast. Can you hear me, Al? That's a no-go. I, I, I don't think you can hear me. <laughs> Hold on. I'll text him. I got to say, it's a little a little tough around the uh, 7 through 12 picks uh, with Roosters and all these other guys in here. It's going to be it's going to be a long draft. I have a feeling. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the of the of the, the backside, you know, 11, 12 this year. It's always like when you get into round like four and five, I just never like the players that are there. Yeah, I agree. It makes the it makes it tough to uh, figure it out an early strategy for sure. Yep. All right. So um, Al's having trouble with the audio. 
I'm not sure how to fix it on his end, but uh, Al, if you're listening, you, you know, uh, you have to choose, uh, I guess, your computer audio uh, when you log in. I don't know why it wouldn't work. Um, so looking at the board, there's no real surprises so far. Uh, Billy, um, what's what, what's your favorite uh, team so far? Oh, I think it's too early to tell. Um, I think it's kind of hard to mess up a draft in the first four rounds. But as we get in deeper, I think we'll have a little bit um, better understanding what team I'm liking more as they start to develop. Yeah, what we what we haven't done so far is see and a team that had the only team that I would say I'm really surprised with is team number five. When you go Barkley and Swift to go Robinson and Jacobs. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with that value, but starting for running backs, uh, unless you just stop drafting running backs, um, I, I'm not a big fan of running backs in the flex. Uh, Todd, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, here, let me pull it up here. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're going to go Jacobs as your fourth, which is a bit uncertain. I, I, I think it's probably a little better to, solidify at least a you know a number one wide receiver uh in that spot or i would have taken keenan in that spot yeah i mean i I have him right around the other two guys who went before yeah i just think there's too much there's too much talent there i mean even you know if you're going to move up galladay you know which obviously we can discuss as you know on his new deal but i think there's a lot more high upside talent than, than there is to, to take Jacobs as your fourth right there. Okay. It says Al's mic isn't connected. All right. I mean, how cool is this StreamYard room? I love StreamYard. This I is, mean, this is so this easy. Is how I didn't do this before now is um is bad al i'm gonna remove you i don't know if you can hear uh but i'm gonna remove you simply because um i can't get you in without your microphone um it's just not you can see it's not not letting me unmute can unmute your guest their mic isn't connected so hopefully al gets that um figured out on his end um we're we're turning back around the corner t higgins goes to uh billy Muzio and uh, hey Muzio, how you doing? <laughs> he said it right. The, not many people pronounce it right. <laughs> hey, I'm from Jersey. We get that, you know, we get that stuff right. Yeah, there's a funny meme I saw today from one of my Italian buddies, and it says, uh, "Why so many uh, uh, Italian immigrants were called Tony?" And it says, "To to New York," and then all of their uh, name badges say <laughs> "To NY." That's and, funny. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> good. Hit home. <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm I, I'm loving. I love FFPC. I love these drafts. I do them all year round, and um, uh, I'll partake in drafts. As like I said, as early as February, I'll draft all the way up until week one, and and um, best ball pretty much early in the season, and then start doing a bunch of main events and a bunch of uh, uh, football guys championships here once they open up. Yep. Uh, hold on a second. You can listen to the. All right. So when I get that feeling, I just saw Adam Thielen. 
And what do you guys think of Mark Andrews where I took him? I mean, I like it. Uh, You know, if you're, if you're trying to get him last year, you know, obviously you're paying a a heftier price, call it mid, mid third, early third, even. Um, I never took him last year. Yeah, but I, I mean, you do and obviously Lamar, worry about. I, the, I, yeah, I managed to lose while fading both Lamar and Andrews, um, but uh, I did at least get that one right. That that offense was likely to. Uh... Yeah, I mean the volume does worry me, but as a as a player, and he obviously has touchdown upside, especially if they keep missing on all these free agent wide receivers. So, for where you got him, I think I think he's kind of in a and sort of a league of his own at, you know, call it in the fourth, fifth round. So I like it. Yeah. yeah and, and again, it's easier to, you know, when I draft, there's a few things I look for up, you know, as a tiebreaker, I'm never going to take a guy because of a, a, a strategy, so to speak. But if I've got a few guys, there was no one I love there. I, it's just, you know, we know that you can get wide receivers that you like throughout the draft. So it's always nice to take one worry off your plate, especially when you're doing a live draft and you're trying to, you know, have a conversation and show your screen. So to get Andrews, get my number one tight end, it, to me, it makes my life a lot easier. Um, we see Ayuk, Chavante, Dak. Uh, we haven't seen the really aggressive quarterback run so far in this draft. Um, how are you guys handling that? I, I think it's starting to mellow out. Like late February, early March, there was a lot of uncertainty at the position. Uh, we just didn't know what was going to happen with the Bears. We didn't know what was going to happen with Russell Wilson. We didn't. We still don't know what's happening with Watson. So there was just a bunch of uncertainty. So I think that was you know creating a, a lot more of quarterback frenzy just because there was really only maybe 22, 23 positions that were really safe and sound. But I think now as we have a, a little bit more of a clearer landscape of the quarterback position and who's playing where and who's going to be starting, I'm starting to see uh, the, the position kind of level off. I, I was a draft where we saw like 22 go before round nine, which is just crazy. Yeah. And, and so now Hug- we're seeing it kind of balance. Huggers, uh, he, uh, he sniped me now twice in a row. I definitely would have taken Lamar. But, I mean, you can't blame a guy when he takes the best value off the board. I love the Galladay pick at 5'10". I feel like Daniel Jones finally has his um, his Plaxico. So Deontay Johnson is available. His value, Claypool's value, Fant. Eh. Eh. No one – It now I'm regretting a little bit. And that's what I'm talking about the turn at this point. Like when you just get to, you know, round five on that 11, 12 spot, most of the players from like 5.12 to like 6.16 are like all interchangeable to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not, I'm not loving any of this. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to reach for someone I think is a, a, a too good of a value for where he's been going for most of the uh, off season so far. Uh, and that's Cortland Sutton. So way early on him, or I could take another quarterback and just be done with quarterback for quite some time um, and hopefully start that quarterback run. Yeah, I'm going to go Russell Wilson. So Rodgers and Wilson together. And again, now that now that I've got 
those two. I really don't even have to worry about a third quarterback and what goes on with the run, and we'll see what happens with the run um, as we go forward. You, um, one of you guys, well, both of you, take turns on your thoughts on me going back to back quarterback there. Sure. Let me. Uh, I think I'm not going to. Billy, you go first. Since, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I um. I mean, I like both the quarterbacks. You have more certainty with Wilson staying in Seattle. Uh, I will not bend to the quarterback run, though, and I'm going to take the value. That's that's going to continue to fall my way, I think, um, with these quarterbacks going early and often. And like I said, with just a little bit more of a clearer landscape at quarterback, I'm I'm willing to, to gamble and risk a little bit more on the quarterback position, especially in best ball. Yeah, I, I don't mind that strategy, except that there was no one value-wise – that I liked, I would have been reaching yeah. significantly for Cortland Sutton. And, um, you know, hopefully I, we do get a quarterback run here and that kind of evens it out for me. Yeah, I would say, I mean, one of the things I've, I've tried to do in a handful of these is, is just grab at least one guy. So maybe one guy in the fifth or sixth that, you know, is going to be a starter that can put up those upside weeks. Um, you know, potentially like a, a Kyler or Jalen Hurts or, you know, one of those guys that can put up 30, 35 in any week and then start picking off the value kind of in the ninth, 10th, and then grab either, a, you know, a rookie in the in the late teens, early 20s. Or, I mean, for a while, Fitzpatrick was going in the 28th, which was, which was pretty nice. Yeah, I, I didn't take um, any fits before. I mean, I just, you know, I didn't uh, I didn't see that one coming, to be honest. So this is a trend I've seen is Kyle Pitts going around six. And I like his talent, but I just can't get on board with a rookie tight end this early in drafts. And we know what rookies do for that position. Very rarely are they producing with the type of talent that we should be drafting in this round. And it's- no, I, I agree. I I have zero pits so far. Um, and you don't know the landing spot yet, you know. I mean, he could get stuck somewhere that yeah, he's going to get. Patriots could take him now. He's <laughs> yeah, he could, get, like he could get he's sixty targets on the pit. Yeah, at best, you know. <laughs> That's so true. Yeah, uh, I I really wish Galladay had made it, um, but I am getting sniped uh, pretty effectively so far. That's what I get for inviting a bunch of sharks to a dinner table. Um, I do want to go back and let's look at Al's draft. You know, Al is um, – Al went Kels, Metcalf, Ridley, Hunt, and Hawkinson. Um, I don't know if I – even with the one point – I'm not a big Hawkinson guy. You guys? I, I love I love Hawkinson. You, you love him at the beginning of the fifth? Uh, not the beginning. I, I take him a little bit later, but I just like the talent. And I think that he's going to be kind of a Kittle Sands this year because of the default with just no one else there. But what they have Perriman, they have uh, Cephas. I mean, who else do they really have there? I just think that he's going to get Danny Amendola. Yeah, exactly. I think they're going to get just a ton of targets. So I think I think he has a chance to hit like 115, 120 targets this year in, in that position with 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 uh, Goff as his quarterback. And, and, and that's my problem. They just might be a bad offense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, and uh, I like the town. I like the player. I, I don't think it's a bad pick. 
Um, but with Kelsey already on the on the yeah. roster, it, it's just not the pick I would have made. I would have gone with Higgins. I might. I wouldn't have gone Kyler. I might have gone Thielen. Um, yeah, to me, if you're gonna if you're gonna win with Kelsey having a big year, you, you got to believe he's gonna put up kind of 300 plus. And I probably wouldn't have drafted another tight end maybe till the 15th, most likely. Right. So uh, Billy has McCaffrey Brown. Yeah, I like what you're doing here. You, you win with the win with wide receiver and the flex. I don't mind Tom Brady for, um, and I don't mind Mostert. Um, but uh, Mostert, I I, it could be Jeff Wilson season. I'm just not crazy about this spot right here. I think I'm in the same boat as you as your last pick. Todd, I think I'm going to take a quarterback here. I'm just not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not crazy about all the the players around here. It gets yeah. up in the oh, well, air. Uh, when you're not, I mean, you know, it, you know, if you can't fix one thing, fix another. Yeah, exactly. And um, I, I happen to like uh, the Stafford pick there. I think I don't have any Stafford yet. Oh, I would. I like Hertz better than Stafford, but I get. To, I've taken Hertz over Stafford. What about you, Todd? Um. I am a Hertz guy, so I, I love the rushing upside. Most likely they're going to get another big weapon in the draft, whether it's Pitts or Chase or, or one of the other you know, top weapons. So he's going to have playmakers around him. Um, you're going to have a new coach, different offense. So I like, I like the upside kind of in the mold of a, of a Kyler almost. And see, that's my fear. Kind of, you know, a contrarian view is, uh, new offense, new system, new coach. I just think it could take some time for that to click. And um, and the same could be said for Stafford, but with a veteran presence, I think he's going to be able to adapt and mold a little bit better, and he has some more seasoned um, uh, veterans around him as well. I, I have I have a lot of hope for Stafford this year. Yeah, I, I don't uh, – I don't – you know, it's one of those ones that I struggle with, to be honest. Definitely one of those ones that I struggle with. And again, it looks like I am going to. I'm going to struggle to get guys that I like this next pick unless we start getting some uh, some bad drafting. <laughs> Go down, see if I'm missing. McVeigh is tough too because he changes it up so much from year to year that it's hard to who does it's hard to uh, Sean McVeigh. Sean McVeigh, you know, so it's hard to figure out what his offense is going to look like on any given year. I guess that's the part I, I always, you know, have a hard time with there. Yeah, I don't disagree. Hey, Todd, what's your, your Twitter handler? It's the Nizzles270. From back in the poker days. Who, which, which, which herd did you poke? Found <laughs> you. Sorry. Not that there's anything wrong with it. So what did you guys think of my boy Gettleman signing Kyle Rudolph for freaking six million a year? <laughs> and what that means for Evan Engram? I think it means that they're uh he's on his way out. It wouldn't it wouldn't shock me. I mean, look at how many passes he dropped last year. Uh, he I'm gonna pull it up. I don't have it off the top of my head. All I know about Ingram was that they have this seam-busting tight end, 
and Jason Garrett has him running, you know, 35-year-old Jason Witten routes. Yeah, curl routes left and right. Like nothing getting them going downfield. It's poor, poor guy. You know? He had a 9.2. He had a Evan Ingram had a 9.2% drop rate last year. And it was number four in overall in the NFL for drops. That's a that's a lot of drops. Yeah, sorry. sorry. I'm, I'm actually allowing everyone to snipe me by showing them my list. He was actually number two in it. drops, <laughs> number four in drop rate. I mean, let me actually bump him up a little bit. <laughs> uh, you you got to add in the uh, what's that meme from Mad Men? Not good, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with the upside here since there was a uh, little bit of a running back run early. Might as well grab the starter in Arizona. Uh, I'm very happy to see Drake go at 7-9. That's the first one that kind of has me uh, wondering. That was an auto pick. (laughs) Ah, well. (laughs) That sucks. (laughs) I guess Mongoose has his bot on, I guess. Oh, fuck. Fuller just went. That's a good spot for Fuller. Yeah. You know, as much as Juju didn't, um, as much as Juju didn't do a lot, and I never take Ronald Jones, so you can tell what kind of draft I'm having. (laughs) <laughs> oh wait, I, I I thought I didn't see that Tyler Boyd was still there. Oh, that's easy. Well, I feel a little bit better now. It's almost as if you can see my board, Todd. Damn it! It was it. <laughs> I yeah, I had, I had Jones and Boyd were my top two. Well, I mean, oh, you didn't take Jones, okay. No, I took Juju. Got it. All right. But what I mean, what what was Juju's uh, points like last year? I I know everyone's down on Juju, but if you look at wide receiver, okay. he was actually okay. He finished as wide receiver sixteen in fantasy points. He had uh, uh, he was eighth in touchdowns with nine, and he had eight hundred thirty one receiving yards. Uh, yeah. So in in an off year. What you know? How many tight ends are off? Uh, wide receivers are off the board. One, two, three. Four. When you throw the ball forty to fifty times a game, I mean, you can support three wide receivers in that system. I got him as the thirty-third wide receiver off the board. I got a feel that that's not too bad. Yeah, especially I think that's value for Juju. Him staying back where he did, I I think that kind of we're going to see a repeat of, of 2020, I think. We'll have some boom weeps from Chase Claypool, but I think Deontay Johnson slides down boards. I think Chase Claypool starts sliding down boards, and I think we'll start seeing Juju climb back up. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I think considering what I've been facing, my team isn't looking all that bad. Yeah, you got some great value with Juju and Boyd. Yeah, that made me feel better. Um, yeah. All right, so I've got to populate. 
Todd, you're Nizzle on here? Uh, yeah, Nizzle. No, no, I'm not. Oh, other Todd. Oh, other Todd. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> it's a Todd. little bit of uh Double Ds. No, you have double Ds. I'm a single That's what D. I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm double Let's Ds. call him double Ds. <laughs> double Ds nizzles. <laughs> and there's the... There's, there's the, more, the run. They're more run, yeah. It's just hard because once these early QBs go off, then you're just gambling on who's going to be the starter, which, uh, yeah, starts to get a little tricky. Well, that's my point. You know, like I don't like, you know, uh, so if you look at if there wasn't for the quarterback run, I mean, what wide receiver, this is my point. Okay. So let's go back to the draft board. I could have taken Deontay, Shark, Cup, or Lockett. I didn't, right? I took Rodgers and Wilson, locked down two good quarterbacks. And then. I get Juju and Boyd. So to me, if, you know, I, I can't even, I, you know, I could have taken. So would you rather have, you know, Lawrence Tannehill, two of Lawrence Tannehill and Burrow with one of these wide receivers? You know, I feel like I got two really good wide uh, quarterbacks. I don't have to worry about it. And Juju and Boyd aren't far behind any of you know, I have Juju and Boyd in the same tier as most of these guys. Uh, I have Beckham, Sutton, and Fuller a little bit higher than some of these guys. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that's a, a legitimate way to play this, you know, and then you're not playing quarterback roulette. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the um, the difference between say you know, a late six or even mid six wide receiver, say Tyler Lockett. I mean, he finished or he, he was in the top three for the first half of the season, you know, for wide receivers. So when they actually were throwing the ball. Right, right. When they were letting them cook. Before but, Pete uh, Carroll's uh, anus tightened up. So brutal. Poor guys. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I the gap's so tight that you might as well solidify with two really solid QBs. And then, yeah, you just pick off the, the wide receiver value because it runs pretty deep. Oops. Let's go back and look. Uh, Curtis Samuel. Waiting on Al to make his next pick and Jalen Waddle. So, uh, out of these late quarterbacks, Wentz is the guy that I like. What do you think, um, Musio? I mean, he's 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 been a guy who, you know, who looked awful last year, but in a more structured offense where they're going to give him time to pass. I, I I like Wentz ahead of the four quarterbacks who went in front of him. Yeah, Wentz was the only quarterback I was going to take here on this turn if he was still there. Uh, I, I really like that he has reignited or reunited with uh, Frank Wright. If if you recall, uh, Wentz was the front runner for MVP that year with Frank Wright as his OC, and uh, he tore his ACL, which ended that campaign. But um, he was on a bender. I mean, he was he was just as good as anybody was at the position that year, and um, now he's in 
the same system with Frank Wright with a better O line. I, I have I have high hopes for Wentz this year. Yep. So let's look at um, the best ball win rate explorer from Rotoviz. So you can see in 2000, if you go by year, uh, he was a rookie in 2015. Uh, well, was that the year? Anyway, um, you know, Six, he's had 16. two very good years of ADP, of win rate. And uh, this year he got hurt in 2018. And then 2020 was just an awful year. Um, the whole The whole team fell apart. Uh, him included, he takes some responsibility there. Um, but you know, he was he was you know good quarterback, and now he's behind a great offensive line. They've got some young weapons. I that's that's the guy that I like the most actually out of uh, out of you know out of the later picks. You got to stop sharing so no one can, no one named Nizzles can see my uh, who's left <laughs> on my board. It's on my smaller screen anyway, so I can't. I actually can't see it anyway. Okay, it's probably good. You took my guy anyway, bastard. Did I really? Yeah. It's interesting I to mean, watch Houston what they're doing right now with signing um, Ingram. I think will be actually be cut, but they have now David Johnson, Lindsey, and Ingram. But um, I, I would not be surprised to see uh, Mark Ingram cut before the season begins. I'm going to yeah. take Miles. Ga I'm going to take Miles Gaskin. I mean, right now we're talking about him being a starting running back. We've gotten through free agency. Um, he still has to get through the draft, but. It, as a 10th round, you know, at end of the ninth round, third running back, I think that that is pretty damn good value. I wish you could remove players from, like, the available players. Ever ever having to, like, yeah, like I, just, to look at them. I don't want to look at you. Like, get off my screen. Just so you don't misclick on them or something. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh oh. Todd stuck. Front row. Take my second tight end. Everett's gone. Stafford doesn't suck. We saw Hig you know, Higby was going in the sixth round in these drafts last year, which I thought was a little crazy, but I think I think 10 one that's not bad. Your guys' thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, I agree. He's 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 basically got that role to himself. And and you know, as I kind of mentioned earlier, I mean, McVeigh can change his offense from year to year. So there's a chance that he becomes a focal point all of a sudden and and you know falls somewhere in the two hundred plus category. So and you have to look at his splits. The the year he did well, Everett was hurt primarily or was 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 out and 
when he came back, that's when Higby started, uh, you know, sharing the role and not producing like he did in, in 2019. So 2020 with him splitting that role, it, it showed, it, it showed in his production. So with him gone, I, I think, I think that we could see another um, potentially top 10 performance at the position. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, FFPC, uh, it, you know, it's really hard to be down on a uh, on a guy in the tenth round who, you know, is any of the starting tight ends really. Um, and he, you know, he's definitely got upside. Billy, I'm curious. What was um? What's the thought on Debo? I saw you drafted him earlier. I think people are overdrafting Ayuk, uh, yeah. as you can see the back, the red and gold. Um, <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm, I, I didn't see that. Okay, I'm kind of a diehard. I, I, I'm not gonna rag on Ayuk. I think Ayuk ha- is 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 a great player. I think he had a great season, but it it was primarily because. Um, Debo was out. We had Kittle out. I mean, who else are they throwing to? You know, there was right. nobody else really there. And 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 even even the running game was was injured. And there yeah. wasn't the traditional backs that we were used to having back there with Mostert. And um, and I think that we saw an a lot of increased targets, so an inflated rate of success for Ayuk. And I think once we have Debo back, Kittle back, and everybody healthy on the field, I think that Ayuk is is more of of the second to third option in this offense. I I don't disagree at all. I, uh, you know, I, and, and the hardest thing is it's not a team that throws the ball a lot. No. Um, Like even Kittle in the first scares the daylights out of me. I'll take them. You know, I'll have some, I'm not going to walk away from them. Um, I got them in the second round recently, but um, I, you know, Unless they get a different quarterback, they're going to run the ball a ton. Now you got Alex Mack joining Trent Williams. I mean, they, you know, Gronk and Jusek is back. I mean, this is a team that could win by running for 190 yards every game. So Jusek signing tells me two things. One, they have no faith in in uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, which we shouldn't because he's, he is inaccurate and he's late on most of his throws. That's why we have which players is weird, but because before his injury, yeah, he was known for being accurate and, and having a quick release. I think, I think it's a little bit of the mental of, of, of the I, knee. I, that I do too. And, and so, um, you know, that's why we have players like Debo. That's why we have players like I, who are yard after the catch monsters that we can do little dump offs and just let them get into space and, and, and do what they do best. And, um, for me taking him as my wide receiver five, that could potentially have wide receiver one numbers. I think it's a win in, in round eight. I, I am way more on Debo at ADP than either Kittle or, uh, Ayuk at ADP. And I think Jeffrey Wilson right now is, Although with the twelfth pick, I was talking to somebody today. Um, just how deadly would that offense be if they took Najee Harris at twelve? Yeah, yeah they they could make I, it work. I'd rather somebody like Mac Jones, quite frankly. Just somebody that can get the ball to, to the receivers. We need another option at at, uh, at quarterback. I I don't disagree, but at the same time. Um, Boy, Najee Harris looks like a monster, and uh, 
running behind that offensive line. He might never get tackled. <laughs> I don't like anyone here. You're not am- amused? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, I think I'm going to gamble a little bit here. I think that... Um... Deshaun Watson went, still went in the sixth round. That's, man, that's tough. That's I would hope that would be auto-draft, but maybe not. See, I think Ben, for all his problems, is the best value out of the late quarterbacks. I, think I do if, too. I think if you're waiting that long, I think that's a good way to do it. Yeah, I'm and not As far as the Ertz pick going with uh, Ben, you, you, you win the – dustiest turn of the, <laughs> <laughs> of the um, yeah that that to me is just taking a for sure thing at the position waiting and then uh Z- zach Ertz, i'm just that that's a gamble either hoping he gets traded here to to somebody or or that he uh ends up staying and they have you know 12 personnel that's quite frankly if he stays in philly i think we're going to see a ton of 12 personnel i i like the landry pick that late for al um, I like Gabe Davis as a player, but with only two running backs, I probably would have gone running back. Uh, I don't know who's actually there, though. And um, with Emmanuel Sanders now signing, I think Gabe Davis's ceiling is, is up down a little bit. Yeah, okay. I, I, I agree. Um, I, I wasn't that high on him as everyone was. I like the talent, but that's an offense that tends to be Diggs and, Kyle, and, and Josh Allen. You know, Josh Allen gets so many touchdowns. Um, you've only got two running backs also, Muzio, but you've got two really good ones. Um, I I looked up Miles Sanders' stats with uh, Hertz, and they weren't bad. I mean, I got I got uh, Miles Sanders at 310 or 311 the other, uh, like on a live draft recently. Um, I think Miles Sanders is one of the best values on the board. Yeah, I mean, you got to think he was going as early as pick four and five last year, and I just think that that whole offense was dysfunctional. So to, to potentially get a you know top five, top six running back at the end of at the end of or the beginning of round three, I think is is a lot of value. That's exactly my thoughts. You and I seem to think a lot alike. <laughs> I'm serious. Like every time I say something, you're like, "Yep." A lot of a lot of research. Uh, we you know if. People, mutual research. Mutual research. Um, Gus Edwards, Hooper. Let's see who's on my list. So I'm going to get some guys that I like here. This is where drafts are won. It's too bad there was a uh, running back, uh, plethora of running backs taken early. <laughs> Thinned out pretty quick here. Yeah. I, uh, hmm.
It's time for a little upside. I like Cole Komet. I do too. I almost I, took him at at at, at I've, uh, I, I've gotten a good bit of Cole Komet. That's the only reason why I didn't take him honestly. Is I own way too much of him. Yeah, he's uh, again. You and I are right on the same. Uh, well, I have to think that um, the Anthony Miller trade rumors are really going to happen, and and if yeah, Allen Robinson finally signed his tender, which is great, and then I'm a. I'm a big fan of uh, Mooney as well. So I think the only really long-term players that we have there right now in, in this offense are, of course, Allen Robinson, if, if they're able to get a long-term deal done. And then we have you know, Cole Komet and Mooney. So I think that they're going to be both very integral parts of this offense. All right. I'm going to take Gainwell. And, uh, I mean, number one receiver – on any team in the twelfth round, Corey Davis. Uh, that's uh, I kind of like those two. Your guys' thoughts? Uh, you just broke my heart. Look at my Twitter pinned post, please. Uh, Gainwell um, at Musio. Take a look at the at my twin post on. Uh... Sure. That's funny. <laughs> I've always been a big Corey Davis fan. Honestly, what's not he, to like? He's everything. I, he is everything that has like what I thought he was going to be is exactly what AJ Brown is. <laughs> yeah. Well, but at the same time, Corey Davis, you know, he we all knew he came from a, a small school. Yeah. And, you know, it took him a little longer to get going in an offense that's heavy run. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I, I, it'll, 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 you know, he certainly has the ability to be a number one receiver. Um, what do you guys think? I mean, if you're the Jets, do you keep Darnold or do you draft one of the two running backs, uh, quarterbacks? If it's me, I, I kind of like Darnold coming out more than either of these guys. And, you know, if I can get a big haul for the number two pick, I keep Darnold. I think it depends to me how, you know, what the, what the haul is going to be. Of course. I I, I do. After watching some of the games, I think similar to other QBs, Gase might've ruined him. (laughs) Um, But then you look at what Tannehill was able to do as soon as he got away from Gase, he was like, you know, he, he was a pro bowl quarterback essentially. So I certainly wouldn't count him out. And if you can get all those assets and rebuild kind of, you know, Miami in, in the vein of Miami or something similar, I, I don't, I don't hate it. Um, you know, fields, fields might be the only guy I would, I would heavily consider if I were the jets, but. And it sounds like that most of the NFL teams don't like him as much as draft Twitter. Yeah. I mean, it's, this is going to be one of those. It's going to be divided because if all these guys are projected, or four of them are projected in the top, you know, seven or eight, I, I think it's going to be, you know, whose agent can 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 press it the hardest, and and uh, you know who who they impress, and you know what are, what what system are they trying to go to? Really, uh, I mean, Zach Wilson scares the shit out of me. Um, 
a BYU quarterback. I, I, I have to watch some tape, but uh, I know Thor. Um, I don't know his last name, but he's he was kind of uh, uh, mocking, you know, Wilson. And uh, yeah, I, I I would take Fields personally. Um, but uh, you know, I'm a uh, <laughs> I'm a uh, fantasy football GM. J.D. McKissick, so I guess he is back with Washington, correct? Yes, and yeah. they haven't really added anybody else. They they did lose their 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 drop off quarterbacks though. And yeah, Fitz, but I think that Fitz went. I, I love I I love the Fitz pick for uh, for Al, and Jamal Williams is a solid pick too. Ah, would have taken him. You which one would you have taken? I would have taken Jamal. I think it's just. If they're going to be team establish the run, then you know that you know that he's going to get you know maybe 10, 12 touches a game. A lot of the receiving work, they're probably going to be trailing, <laughs> given it's the Lions. So you know he's going to get some real work. I don't mind Tarek there. I've gotten a decent bit of him so far. Yeah, between so between JD McKissick and Terry Cohen, they're both going to get around a hundred targets, uh, eighty receptions, I think, each of them. Uh, around there, and I, I just think that uh, in in our format in FFPC, I just think that that's uh, for you know twelve and round thirteen. Uh, those are some some good values there, and you have to think uh, Tariq Cohen has had you know a top twenty PPR finish before, and I I, I think with uh, this offense and Andy Dalton there, I think that Andy Dalton could dump off a little bit more to to Tariq Cohen as well. What, what was uh, what was his injury again? Was it an ACL? ACL. Yeah. But it was early. Um, yeah, it was. And I, I've, you know, but those jitterbug types. Um, yeah. I, 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 I'm not complaining. I think, you know, I think his ADP is taking into account the risk. Correct. I like, I would probably take the other side and say that the, um, the big season he had might, might have been the anomaly for that type of scat back. Um, that we, you know, we do see from time to time, but I certainly get it. Uh, well, but I, I, you know, it, he's not doing zero running back cause he's got CMC and he's got miles, but I, you know, the true zero running back is that third down back who can get more carries if someone gets hurt. And, um, I, I don't mind it. It is funny how Jimmy G goes so late now. So late. <laughs> Jimmy, goodbye. Let's see. I'm I'm curious. Um, when you guys were talking about the Bears, Jimmy Graham is still on the roster, correct? Correct. Yeah. You just okay. uh, we started seeing a lot more um, like out of commit. Um, pull up the game logs real quick so we started seeing his usage really come on in like weeks 13 and on so sure he was he was averaging uh about five and a half targets plus uh, a game from weeks 13 and on yep. and um i i just i just think that you know jimmy graham is not the tight end he used to be and and i think that you're going to see a lot more cole commit this year
I do like the value of Graham in the 28th, though. I, I got to admit, every every draft I'm in, he's always clicked off on my queue. <laughs> I've got other guys I like more that late. Um, but I got my third tight end. I, t- I typically only take three. Um, and Andrews, Ferkser, and Higby are good. They're better than I normally do at tight end. And I like Jamar Jefferson. I think uh, – I like him actually better than Gainwell, but I don't have to take him as early. I thought about starting the kicker run, but I decided against it. By the way, tree huggers, man. Man up, buddy. Join the pod. Would be would be a few too many Todds on the pod. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh my gosh, I forgot that he was a Todd. <laughs> now is he the uh, the other Todd with one D? I, he has scoundrel? two in there. Yeah, he's got scoundrel? two in there. Must because be we had in the hard way draft, we had me, we had we had two Todds with one D in one league. Like I I I, I think I was like 25 before I ever met another Todd with one D. <laughs> What do you do with the the Buffalo running backs? I mean, good avoid luck. them. Click them on that do not ever draft list. That <laughs> button we were looking for. Yeah, I haven't. I, I think I took one single Terry in like this eighteenth round, sixteenth round, or something. Yeah. So I got a little lazy with some of this stuff, but. It's hard to do, you know, talk and do the draft while you're, you know, looking at everything. But everyone at least gets to see my process, you know, the people who might want to learn. So let's look at Nizzle's team. You got Kittle and no other tight ends. And I think that that is an interesting Way to do it. One, two, three, four, five, six running backs, which is kind of heavy. But when you look at the fact that he didn't start till three and Edmonds is his number two, I can understand it. Um, Wide receiver, three really good ones and two average quarterbacks. I give you a B minus, dude. It's all right. It's above above average. (laughs) Uh, We'll We'll, see. We'll see how it shakes out. <laughs> Muzio, I got uh, one, two, two, four running backs, two quarterbacks, two tight ends. The wide receivers are just fabulous. I, you know, it's hard to pass on Debo where you did. I, I think my only complaint was Lockett. I, I probably would have taken Brady instead of Lockett. Um, come back with Stafford, and then you didn't have to worry, but. I, I like I like that team. Uh, I'll give you a B plus. This next right, one's a reach, of, but I think he reunites with uh, somebody here. Each of you uh, take a look at my team and give a grade for for now. Yeah, I mean, I certainly like the start a lot. Um, 
The Aaron Jones pick, I think you get great value there, uh, especially since he's probably down the queue. So people might not yeah, consider him yet still. His, his ADP is still more like 2-4, two, 2-5. Two, yeah, I mean, I think you get 200-plus out of Andrews. You got two solid, you know, starting quarterbacks. Gaskin might have been in the uh, – might have been on the do not draft button, but I see the rationale for sure. Um, yeah, you got a pass catching running back, you know, and, and if Higby can hit and put up 200 plus, you know, you're real strong all of a sudden at tight end. So, yep. I like the first pick. He's going to start really jumping up boards. I was able to get him in like the, the 20s. Uh, before John was actually signed with uh, the Patriots. It's so funny because it was pretty obvious this, you know, that's one of the things I love about drafting early Yeah, is that the obvious, when the obvious happens, you know, I, I was looking at him in the 20th round and I kept taking him. Yeah, <laughs> he know? was, it was, you know, uh, uh, and he may even performed when John was healthy and on the field. So I, I really like, Ferkser, I think he's going to perform, and and that late in the draft, I think is a great pick. Uh, I was initially worried about your wide receiver core, but I think you found value with you know Juju and Tyler Boyd, and then also getting Corey Davis in the twelfth. Um, I I'm not a fan of of the you know Jefferson and, and Gainwell, especially not knowing landing spots right now, but. Uh, that's just my personal strategy. I kind of stray away early from from rookies until I have a little bit more clear understanding of system and where they're going and what's going to happen. Um, so I I I would say I'd give you a you know a solid B. I like the quarterback situation. I like your your um, Mark Andrews pick, and I like the early running backs. Yeah. So my my thought on these types of rookie uh, running backs is that. You only need one of them to hit, right? You know, and and those are the kind of guys who come on late in the season. So it doesn't. It's never going to look good when you do it now. But I I, I don't know. I uh, I've been pretty good at watching tape and picking winners at running back, and um, I don't love Gainwell. I'll be honest. I I, I I didn't like his tape as much as I thought I would. Uh, but I, I do like Jamar Jefferson's tape a lot. He has a lot of explosion. Um, I really didn't need a running back there, but I I felt like that was that was the way to go. Um, I did hear a pretty good tidbit from, uh, I think it was Mojo's podcast, uh, about a month ago. And he did say that the win rate pre-draft does, uh, increase with the number of, and I think his was more geared towards, uh, rookie wide receivers, but the more, uh, rookies he took in the, call it in the teens and the twenties, a lot of times as it got up near four to five rookies, the win rate had been a lot higher um, simply because you're drafting a lot of these rookies at a much lower or, or higher ADP, you know, lower on the board. So call it in the teens and twenties, 
Whereas post-draft, all of a sudden they move up, they're in the 10th, 11th, 12th. So you're actually getting a lot of guys at value, you know, pretty good value for what it's worth. Yeah, I I feel like that it's it's a bit of a crapshoot anyway, this this part of the draft. And the you know, if we knew the landing spots, they might go five rounds later or they might go five rounds earlier. So I'm, you know, I'll take a couple of them and I'll hope that one of them is the guy who lands in a great spot and I get that big value. Um, and I do it based on, you know, the tape that I watch for the most part. And, uh, and uh, especially when I'm doing the one stud running back, I feel like I want to take six or seven chances because I've built those teams to be really strong everywhere except second running back. So I don't mind taking a bunch of chances. Quarterback, I mean, uh, kicker run. And that's the thing if you don't do a lot of these drafts. The the runs in, um, in, in, in FFPC are much, much more intense than – you find with other webs uh, with other uh, draft sites. I find, and um, I always say it's better to start a run than finish one. Uh, so I'm very happy. You know, uh, Tyler Bass is a top five kicker to me, and I got him one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Um, I know it's just a kicker, but still, kickers win championships. They also lose them. <laughs> Depending upon what poor city you're from. <laughs> Speaking of which. What do you guys think of uh, Herndon at all? I saw he just went. I mean, you know, look, he's free from Gase. He showed talent. Uh My favorite missed field goal in history. Can you guys hear that? I can't hear it. No, it, 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 it. it won't play sound. I've actually reached out to StreamYard about having a built-in soundboard to the programming to where you can upload audio files prior to uh, the room going live. And as you're talking or if you want something to play, you can click on it and it would play the sound without having to have a soundboard. And... Uh, they said that they've had multiple requests for it, and they're looking into it. Oh, poor Norwood. This guy. Here you go. My fa- You can see it on screen, right? Yeah, you can see it. I'm a giant fan. I would have cried so hard if he had made this. Parcells' last dance as a as a giant. That did make me cry when Parcells left. Oh wow, Uggers! Can you hear me? I can. Can you hear me? Yeah. yeah. 
This is exciting. Now we're at a 75% Todd podcast. It's a Toddcast. <laughs> there we go. It really is. Hey, uh, Single D, where did you find these guys? They're Muzio pretty good, right? and, and other Todd. You have like three professional hosts here. I came on to provide comedic relief at best. And not just because of my face. And, 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 and thankfully, that's all we would expect from you. That's all you should. Well played. <laughs> I like it. All right. So uh, you sniped me a good bit early, my friend. Let's take yeah. a look at your draft. I would like the record to reflect that that was because I'm kind of a genius and not because I was looking at your board. Like one of the other gentlemen mentioned, uh, I can't see the small print there. So unless you were yakking about somebody, I wouldn't have known about it. Yeah. So, so how many old players is enough? I know. I know. I know. Well, I'm the oldest guy here, so I got to pick, you know, people from my young days back when I was in my 50s. Oh, you're in your 60s. No, I'm I'm if I live till December, I'll be 60. So, I'm 58, so yeah, you're you got young me. Yep. I'm finally not the oldest guy anymore. <laughs> yep. So, if you use my average, like I have the mind of a 10-year-old but the body of a 100-year-old, so I'm really like 55. So, Billy, are you amused by him? Yeah, amused. You use amused. that one. Use that one twice now. It might go. I might go for five. All right. It's Sweet. it's just such a natural. At, at least, and hopefully, the other Todd doesn't pierce you. Wow. <laughs> All right, I'm up soon. And we, we transit, you know, th this is one of the things that's really interesting about these drafts, because if you don't like your team and you want to add a, a talented player to kind of fill the gap at tight end, running back or wide receiver, or even quarterback now, you know, it's you're right in the in the heart of the kicker and defense run. And it's very easy to end up on the short end of that stick. No comment to anyone on that? Hold on. I'm about to go. I just it. hate kickers and defenses, period. I know. It really is kind of like, really? I usually stream them in, like, the main event or, you know, FBG. I'll, I, if, you might get lucky and get, like, a, a young Waku, you know, like I did last year and hold on to them. But um, for the most part, it's just been streaming. How many uh, FPGs and how many main events did you do last year? So last year I only did three main events. I won two of the three I was in, and then I, wow. I took third in the last one, even though the third was my best team. I only needed seven points from Lockett and Kamara on week 13, and I got seven and a half from them both because Taysom Hill is a vulture. And I ended up losing – that week, even though it was like 11 and one for the season. And then the very next week Kamara had was that six touchdowns or whatever that was. And I scored like 240. So I would have won the, I would have won that league as well, but it was, it was, you know, they decided to get cute with Taysom Hill and only get Kamara, you know, less than four points. There were five points, whatever it was that, that week. Whew. Some good was, results though. I was Dang. so salty. Yeah. That's pretty damn good. <laughs> and then um, FBGs I do about, Last year I did about twelve. I think I think I'm going to do about twenty to twenty five this year. They, um, I was I was finished. I won four of them, 
and then I either fa- finished second or third or, or most points in, in another handful. And I think there was only about two, two that I really didn't really do well in. It was like sixth or seventh. But um, I had a pretty good streak last year. I'm going to have to uh, have you on for an FBG pod then. Oh, I'd love uh, to. I was in 30 last year, and I, I, I won just enough uh, to, you know, uh, I won over like eight and a half, ten percent of them. But uh, the problem, uh, the problem is that you know, unless you make a deep run into the tournament, you lose money if you, yeah. you know, get te- you know, un- what you, where you normally would make money, don't. That's why I like the main events, and yeah, they're a lot more expensive. But like, there's a lot of different ways to make money, right? First, what is it? First and second um, overall season, you get paid. First and second and third overall uh, in in playoffs, get paid, and then you have a real good chance in in the tournament too to kind of proceed with with less people. But I was in top ten in the tournament and, until what was it, week six, seven, and then even after Dak got hurt, I had. Um, Tannehill, which started carrying me too, but once I lost Chubb and and um, Galladay never came back, I, that that team just started falling apart. Yeah, but, I, but, I had some bad injuries last year, but I also didn't do the best job drafting. Um, I I have two main event teams coming up for this year at least. I partnered with a couple guys last year. One of them is Clutch, like Shelley, and uh, we we turned our winnings into two main event teams for this year. Nice. Uh, I I do Rude. like the fact that they um what's what's that? Oh, I said no. nice. And then I probably will do at least one more, um, and then um, I'm cutting down big time. You know, thirty. I was personally responsible for about fifteen to twenty of those, and I had never run more than five or six leagues and It'd going through a divorce and uh, and and a new business and. Uh, corona and uh, and raising my daughter pretty much on my own it, it was just too much just way too much i'm too yeah. old for that shit yeah i i won i won an fbg team and i won a uh, main event team from the playoff challenges so um i have a couple free freebies this year so i should have some extra um and i carried over my whole balance i didn't pull it out cuz i didn't want to add to my my taxes so i um just left them in there for this year I did too. Uh, not that I won last year, but I didn't want to put more money in, and I'll try and keep it to that. And, and uh, you know, and I'm I'm just not playing as much elsewhere. I, I, I find like I started doing some BB tens, and I used to do two, I used to do two hundred a year of those, and I did two, and I'm like, I think I'm done. Yeah, the format on some of the other ones, it's just... It's... Well, I like the BB-10s. They're like an old friend, but um, I don't always get the uh, the notifications. Well, for some reason, even no matter what I do, and, and I, I don't want to time out. It's so frustrating. Yeah, I just like the setup on FFPC, the depth of it with 28 rounds, and they make it easy. They're so responsive to everything, which is great. Yep. Uh, uh huggers uh hello what teams do you like on the uh out here stand by young man you know the old guys man they take forever right i had somebody else in mind for my last round 
but Marvin Jones is like 42 years old, so I picked him just to make sure that I <laughs> get my average. So just so you got every old guy. That's He's keeping correct. it on brand. That is correct. The one that I didn't understand was Boston Scott. Um, is he even on a team? Is is he not? I'm supposed to be an Eagles fan. I live in Philadelphia. I was going to say, we got to have an Eagles fan on somewhere, right? Is he not on the think, Eagles? I don't think he's on the team, dude. Oh, shit. See? You know what's funny? These guys, you guys are all so sharp. I actually used to be a sports journalist back in the day, and I knew every damn thing there was under the sun, and now I really just, I kind of enjoy the lifestyle. Is really yeah, what no, I'm doing I, right I get it. Getting old, I'm telling you, I have a hard time studying. I used to be able to, I mean, I was never like Mr. Numbers, but I could sit there and and, and just stare at uh, stats. And, um, you know, now I start doing it and I'm like, uh, <laughs> well, maybe I'll do something else. I think Boston Scott's still on the Eagles. I, I haven't, unless I missed it on this week, but I, I'm, 80% sure he's still on the Eagles. Thank you, Billy. You're welcome. You. I, I, mean, I might have missed it, though. It's possible. I mean, I was pretty busy this week. Honestly, I have so few running backs that even if he's not on a team, it's an upgrade for my squad. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. They tendered him three weeks ago. Oh, oh they man. did. Yeah. I had so much Boston Scott last year. That was a tough offense to watch. Oof. Well, they just had Miles on the field all the time. Yeah, and Wentz would just look at everyone and then get sacked. <laughs> He was really good at that. <laughs> Just... <laughs> All right. I, I missed him getting tendered, so my apologies to the huggers. Brutal. I'll let you go this time. Thank you, sir. Um, hint, I'm going defense, defense. I really probably should have waited on my third kicker. Would there have been one? Yeah, there's some sneaky ones later. Yeah, I was hoping to get one, but now he's since moved up. Folk. Yeah. Mine was Cairo Santos early. He was he was going he was like the last one off the board. Yeah, some of these kickers in the early drafts were going in the like late twenties for kind of no reason. I think Aldrick Rosas is like the last guy standing now. Jacksonville resigned him. I, I thought he was. Oh uh, yeah. All right. He's not in the big house. What about Zane Gonzalez? He's a free agent now, isn't he? Didn't he get replaced? He yeah, he got replaced. Uh, the guy who was in Detroit is in Arizona now. Yeah. That guy. Yeah, Zane ended up missing some big kicks at, I think, end of the season. So he was awful in Cleveland. So when he started doing good the that one first year in Arizona, I was uh I was deeply surprised. Yeah. I had him in like zero leagues. Because I mean he was just awful in Cleveland. Now I've got to look him up. Let's 
you guys can still see my screen, right? Yeah. Yes. Small. Yep. It's small. It's I uh, yeah. There we go. Yeah. So he was seventy five percent in Cleveland, then sixty four percent over two teams. And then suddenly he went 88.6% uh, in 2019 and then back down to 72 last year. Yeah. I mean, I was, I mean, he didn't have that many field goals on 12. Yeah. Two years ago, he was going 27th, 28th, and it was perfect. But there's a couple rookies that are interesting too. Yeah. Like, Borgales, like he'll, you can get him in like 25, 24 yeah. round. Yeah. And you can get, get um, you can get uh, McPherson too late. Yeah. Both of, those are pro- both of those guys will probably have a team. Yeah. That's, that's usually who I grab my third kicker late in the, in the thing. Cause I don't really care. I'm just like, one will get me through probably 70% of the way. And then the other one will get me the rest. And then I'll have one that might just pop off one week. I mean, that's where the Rotoviz stuff kind of bites me in the ass a little bit because we're so early still. You know, the preponderance of drafts are later. And, you know, getting that third guy in the 25th round, I, I mean, not that there's, you know, someone, you know, a league winner, but instead of Gano in the 17th, you know, I could have taken my first defense, although that's kind you know. I don't know. I don't feel like I missed out too much looking at everything that's gone since. John Brown's interesting. Slayton's interesting. A couple decent wide receivers, but there's a bunch of wide receivers I like late. And Rashad Penny's still on the board. People taking that Chris Carson news pretty hard. All right, 20 minutes later, here's my answer. I like Muzio's team. Yeah, it's not bad. Muzio, can we trade? I'm not, I'm not loving the 10 spot. And this was uh, actually Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, no. I'm, I'm talking out loud to myself. I'm on the clock. Here, hold up. I want to hear about Nizzle's poker career. Can we, I, I don't mean to steal your podcast. No, what's, no. What's no we're, we're, kind, we're kind of uh, on cruise control at this point. Okay. So feel free to steal. I, I, I've run out of energy. All right. No, it was it was um, just back in uh, lived in New York City for twelve years and uh, where back in the during, city lived on twenty eighth and third. I lived on tenth and University. Um, I used to live off of tenth and forty uh, eighth. Okay, Hell's Kitchen back when it was still Hell's Kitchen. Sure, I lived, I lived in Hell's Kitchen in nineteen eighty five. That's when I that? was there. I knew That's you looked familiar. There. Yeah. You still owe me 20 bucks, you bastard. 
<laughs> Unless you were part of a cult, you didn't know me. Uh-oh. So here's an interesting news. So looking at um, Detroit's wide receiver core, we still have all of them on the board, and one of them is going to be the wide receiver one unless they address it during the draft because all they've really done is bring in Prashad Perryman, and um, they have Quentin Cephas, and and, and uh, who else am I missing here? Tyrell Williams, right? Danny, so, D- Danny Amendola. <laughs> I think he's gone. No. <laughs> He might he might be part time coach, but <laughs> so I for me I've been throwing darts on Prashad Perryman now that he's been signed. I, I think that he could potentially be um, their wide receiver one, <laughs> which is sad. <laughs> yeah, I've got. Um, let's see how much Perryman do I have? So nizzles poker, no good. Oh yeah, sorry. So anyway, that's, that's um, all right. The uh, yeah, so New York, yeah, New York yeah. City back in the you know in the two thousands, you know, played at all the fun underground clubs, all the oh wow, um, you know, had a whole crew that would play, you know, every night of the week. Bunch of guys that did it full time. Uh, went out and played in the World Series main event a bunch of times. Um, so just kind of always been a always been a a big part of it um thought about giving up full-time job to go do it but you know probably luckily i didn't especially after it got shut down online so just just been a huge hobby for for a long time and then now you got this so you're not playing any poker anymore i am not now it's 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 one of those old screen names that you know when you when you first logged on they asked you okay. what your screen name was, and then you realized it was going to stick with you for like 20 years. Got it. What does it mean? It's like uh, it's like having the nuts in poker, the nizzles. For shizzles. All right, I'm on the clock here. Who do I got? Huggers, what's your Twitter uh, handle? Me? Yeah. So, uh, uh, I think I'm Huggers23. Reaching a little bit for some Is that of my sleep. Hassan Urkan? Are you Hassan Urkan? I'm not Hassan Urkan. No offense to Hassan, though. Wait, let me give me a second here. I'm on the clock, and I will. Hassan, what? You- you would think I would know my own Twitter handle, but again, the it age. Changed. Yeah, that, that says you live in Istanbul. If that's you, <laughs> it's not me. That sounds pretty cool, though. <laughs> um, oh right, it did change. I'll tell you. Well, if you're interested, I'll tell you why it changed. 
but actually I'm at fantasy underscore fool. Found you. Oh, huggers. You took Sony. I was wondering why he wasn't in my queue anymore. Oh, sorry about that. I'll sell them to you. Third well round pick next year. Done. Once I, no, once I, I get through trading with uh, Billy's team, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I actually had to change my Twitter handle, and I'm hoping that this doesn't go any further uh, outside of Todd's 7,000 podcast viewers. Um, because lose, I Lose the zero. Okay, which one? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I <laughs> was out with my wife, and I had a couple beers, and I came home, and I tweeted something at somebody uh, as kind of a joke um, that <laughs> when I kind of sobered up a little bit, realized it wasn't as funny as I thought. And the, <laughs> the Twitter and police, the authorities? correct. So <laughs> as Todd Hunter, I am banned for life, but here I am nonetheless. That's awesome. So I've tried to get at me. So are you now Mrs. Todd Hunter? Uh, <laughs> no comment. You've already called you my manhood out once. You should have just called it not Todd Hunter and done the mustache. <laughs> there you go. Well, I think that we've kind of uh, shot our load on the podcast, but uh, we, we'll finish it up. This has been fun, guys. Yeah, we have what yeah. six six rounds left. We're, we're not we're not far away. Somebody could predict if they think Russell Wilson's going to be uh, with Seattle this year. Uh, he is going to be, I think. All right. Yeah. Do you, do you do your own pod? Yeah. So we, um, we record every Friday. Last night was actually our longest podcast ever. We do. Um, we go live on, on Twitch, uh, Twitter and Facebook. Uh, we're the fantasy football fanalists. Uh, it's probably going to be changing next week. Cause we, I write for fantasy data and, and we got something in the mix. So, um, I hope it changes. My podcast is every Friday. Yeah, <laughs> is it? Yeah, yeah. So we're we're going to be adjusting here uh, starting next week. We have some some big news being announced that's not fully official, but should be next week. Are you joining a big site? Uh, yes, yeah, I think so. So, um, it'll be official once once it's all kind of written down and we go through all the details. Oh, that's cool! Congrats. Congratulations, almost. Thank you. Yeah, it's. Um, I'm you got excited. Got a great voice. <laughs> I yeah. I, I, I people say that I'm like, oh, I'm glad I don't sound like a little girl. You know, <laughs> <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Wow. I have old man humor. You know, back in my day, there was almost nothing you couldn't joke about. It was kind of like even if you did say something you shouldn't, you know, only five people heard it. Oh gosh darn it, I clicked the wrong button. Did you take someone you didn't want? No, I uh I was doing research and I clicked on something and it got me away from my research as I was on the clock. I'm trying to find somebody's snap share percent real quick. Whenever I see the name Pat Fryermuth, did I pronounce that right? Sounds right. Yep. It kind of reminds me of like Br'er Rabbit, and I have no idea why I keep hearing that every time I see that name. He just 
Did Brer Rabbit get uh, canceled, cultured? Everybody's canceled, cultured now. Oh, it's unbelievable. You want to hear something funny? I uh, I bought this little scrubby thing for uh, cleaning pots and whatever, bathrooms. The name on it, I didn't realize, is Libman, L-I-B-M-A-N. And I'm like, Libman, cancel dirt. <laughs> Hunter's uh, looking boy. at me like I'm crazy. It's appropriate. You're, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> it's just funny to me. Libman. It's also good everything. on snowflakes. <laughs> he cancels everything. Dirt, crime. He won't even clean your mind if it's dirty. So these rounds, I always had like a go-to, like three to five players, and it's just, Free agencies change that. Yeah, and it gets worse after the draft. Yeah, These exactly. become a, a lot less fun after the draft. Like Although, I've been do. drafting, I've been drafting like James Washington, like clockwork in these in these drafts, and then now it's you just can't do it. I had so much James Washington last year. I bet that he would beat out Claypool, and um, I, uh, I I was wrong. So I, I, I was not my guy. I already took my guy. I took him early in this one. Travis Fulgham. I mean, he outplayed. I mean, he was he was just kicking complete ass. And then all of a sudden, dusty old Jeffries comes back and they and put Fulgham on the bench. I, it made no sense. He was I, I actually he was a top 10. He was a top 10 wide receiver in points per game on the games he was active. And then they just stopped using him. It made absolutely no <laughs> on sense. On an offense that sucked. Yeah, and it was, he was actually it was, being very it was, productive. So I, I don't know, you know, like, here, let me look at my ADP on Travis Fulgham. So Noah Rodell and I owned him on one of our uh, FBG teams. Oh, is, <laughs> that your, is that your partner? It's one of it's one of them, yeah. And and we were just so salty. We were just about Travis Fulgham. I'm just like, well, uh, well, Noah's Noah's fucking brilliant. He's a human calculator. <laughs> I mean, that curve on on Fulgham's chart was just whoop, straight down. I've I've got I got forty three percent Fulgham right now. Careful uh, with Rager just, coming back. What's that? Rager coming back. That's I like Rager too. I, I like Rager too. I've got a decent. How much Rager do I have? Yeah, twenty nine percent Rager. If what happens happened to Fulgham happens to him, he'll have Rager Mortis. See, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm that bummed. was just for you, buddy. Just for you, single D. <laughs> that was awful. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I. Uh, yeah, Fulgham, uh, and and the other, the other two I can't really show yet, but I've been doing a lot of them. I, I think that's my first Van Jefferson share, but he's kind of interesting. He he certainly flashed as a rookie. 
And that's another one where Everett being gone could uh, could open up some more uh, targets for Van Jefferson. And sorry, is Josh Reynolds gone from there? I don't know. I remember he doesn't, uh, he, he doesn't come up at all on ADP anymore. Yeah, I don't think he's even on the team. I think he got released. I remember I used to subscribe to Matt Waldman's thing, uh, whatever that's called, his annual newsletter, and he loved that guy. Yeah, he was uh, he was his number number one or two wide receiver that year. Yeah, it says that they're not expected to resign Everett or Reynolds is the last news. Wow. Single yeah. D, are we, doing, are we doing the hard way draft again this year? Looks like it. Um, you're not in hard way anymore, so no. I'm not? <laughs> I, I used so. to be. I've been in it two years. I made the playoffs both times. You guys can't have that league without me. Wait, you were in oh, it I'm last not in, year? I'm not in. The, I'm not in the chat. You weren't in it last year. You were in it last year. I was with Kirk Kiki's. We teamed up. Oh, well then, yeah, you should be uh, back in. Okay. Sorry, I, I know that's. You, I got to get you back in the chat. Yeah. Hold on. Nuzio, you're uh, you're attacking that Detroit offense. I see. One of them is bound to be the wide receiver one. They got to throw to somebody. They, yeah, they, have, they have to. <laughs> Unless they literally run the ball like every play, right? Yeah. So if I can, if I can get a, a you know a wide receiver one, I don't care if it's the worst wide receiver one in the league on in round twenty one. Yeah, I'll do I get it. it. Yeah, <laughs> it's a one. That was like grabbing Darren Waller in round twenty like a few years ago. Gosh. All right, I just added you and uh, uh, Kurt to the chat. Thank you. Actually, I didn't. It says I can't add you to the conversation right now. I'm banned? I'm banned. Are you banned? <laughs> You're not banned on this platform too, are you? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I shouldn't be banned. I'm like uh, Jerry Seinfeld at the fruit store. Kurt's, it, Kurt's in the chat, so you'll, you'll, you'll hear it through him. I'm the one who you, got him in. How, how am I out? All right, I that's all right. You're just not in the chat. All right. Are you the like the chat master? You can't add me? I tried. It didn't work. <sighs> Here, let me try right, again. Lock it in. I own every Detroit wide receiver now. You got Amendola? No, no, I don't know. <laughs> I always call him Almond Donuts. He, he's very well not. Tyrell, nice. Yeah, I mean, right now that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. I, I like that one. I like the play. You can't add them. I can't add you for some reason. Ask one of the other guys to try to add you. All right. I don't know why. We kicked Crack out. I didn't kick him out, but I don't think Crack's coming back. It's a little bit of a political melting pot in there. Um. Well, it 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 it, it boiled over. 
and uh, and I don't think Crack's wrong. I think he was actually right, but he he couldn't let it go. So let's look at what Muzio did. Oh, Kendrick Bourne, that's an interesting one. Tyrell and Cephas. He's got yeah, a neck he, for the red zone. Yeah, no, I I, I I like all of that. Yeah, you, you're doing a good job. Thank you, man. I like Harrison Bryant, too. Yeah, I, I really like Harrison Bryant. I was really upset to see them dra uh, bring in um, Hooper when they already had Njoku there and they drafted Bryant. It just didn't make any sense to me. But I just looking at, though, what they did and um, – why am I blinking on the, the coach there that came from uh, Minnesota? Um, wow, I'm blinking on his name right now. Stefanski. Stefanski, thank you. Yeah. So um, Stefanski ran a lot of 12 personnel with you know Irv Smith and Rudolph, and so I, I knew there was going to be room for uh, a second tight end. I, I'm really hoping that you know Najoku gets somewhere else because his talent, I think, is, is above Hooper. And I just think that uh, Bryant is also – a very good tight end as well, and and will develop. I, I definitely have some Bryant, and, um, and and that one week he went off. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I need to uh, send me a link to your work. I, I want to check out some of your stuff. Um, yeah, let me um, here. I'll pull it up. So I'll give and, you. And when you do, so he, here's the two that I've been taking together. late well i'll i'm gonna send you in twitter right now i'll send you the website that i made and then um that's just my side gig right there and then and then i write for fantasy data and then everything for our our show our podcast and everything's on there i haven't I definitely want to have you on more often i'd be i'd love to yeah definitely and if you uh if you ever need a best ball guy for your pod i would absolutely do it yeah we should we should we should schedule something we'll get you on with bradley Bradley's my co-host. He's a uh, he's a good guy. What's his Twitter? He's at ff Stalder. S T A L D E R. Billy, what's the focus going to be? Is it best ball? Is it everything kind of? No. So I already we, follow him. He follows me too. Yeah, we um we decided. I hate the term expert, right? Just I just think that there's always room for error, and the, the, the word is analyst. Exactly. And, and, and so for us being fans first and, and analysts second, we decided to be fanalists. So we kind of collaborated those two words and made our work. Oh, the wow. Same. I didn't, I didn't get that. That's what you did. That's so funny. Cause that's sure. what Evan Silva said to me once. I yeah. go, I hate the term expert. He goes, no, you dude, you're an analyst. I go, well, Evan Silva said I'm an analyst. So I guess I'm an analyst. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Bradley's famous thing is, is uh, um, Matthew Barry liked, one of my tweets. And so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, but, uh, I, I'm like, I, I just kind of think of myself as a fat guy who has fun talking. So, um, so for us as the fanalist, what we do is it, at the beginning. So last year was our first year in the podcast and uh, I've always done like my own projections and, and have used them and my own rankings and used them in FFPC and in dynasty and MFL and now on sleeper. But we've, We've since now gone through and we'll do every team's projections. We'll actually rank every single player. We'll do every projection, every single snap, and we'll, we'll you know, say, hey, um, 
you know, X, X team is going to run the ball 250 times and break down every single share to every single running back. And then from there, create our rankings off of those breakdowns. Well, what we'll do is the podcast is we'll do a projection for every team and we'll run through like four teams a show. And, gotcha. and, and we do once we hit all that. So we have scheduled, we have a few, uh, a few of the, the beat writers for a few teams that have already agreed to come on this year. And we're going to get some beat writers to get some more in depth analysts of, of, of those rosters and teams and how they're going to shape up. And um, that stuff's super helpful. Yeah. But that's what we like to do is kind of fan first analyst second, and just kind of marry the two and, and, and give people our projections, our rankings. And then in season we review every week and then we go through um, some of our affiliate stuff with like uh, price picks and it, and MKF and and go through and do like a weekly uh, lineup on on both those sites. Cool. What do you think of uh, my 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 t- uh, my Charger tandem of Tyron Johnson and uh, Guyton? I I like it because I I I personally think I haven't been able to get him just because where I've been drafting in drafts, but I think Justin Herbert has a chance at five thousand yards this year. Yeah, I, I, uh, I've been getting a decent. You know, again, I'm not. I haven't been doing what you're doing with the quarterbacks, because again, I, I feel like, you know, what goes up must come down. So with quarterbacks going up, um, the value that was there is going down. So I, I I'm kind of drafting quarterback the way I always did, but I'm doing it just earlier, you know, but. I'm still not going to take the first four or five guys normally, although I do have a bunch of Lamar this year. I think Lamar, I've gotten him in the fifth round a couple times with his running, you know, running floor. Uh, I, I kind of like Lamar in the fifth. I do too. And he had, everyone thought he was going to have their draft in him at that MVP caliber. His touchdown rate was just unsustainable. It was like 9% or something like that. And, and, we knew it was going to come down. Like even looking at Patrick Mahomes and you know, it was a fraction of what Lamar's was. And so I think he was overdrafted last year and I stayed away from him because of, of that reason. But uh, I, I think that he has a bounce back year and I think we see him run a little bit more again. Let me show you something that I've been working on. So this is, can you see it? Let me pull it up. I was like, I was just picking. Yep. Yes, I can see it. All right. So here is the QB1. This is the first quarterback off the board at ADP uh, over each year. This is where they went, and this is their win percentage. And then this is who is going at the first quarterback now and where they're going ADP-wise. Because I really wanted to do more than just – guess at this conundrum so i've been kind of studying this so you see you know like this uh the sixth quarterback off the board has been really consistently pretty good Um, and that is herbert this year and you think oh no well herbert is going you know two and a half rounds earlier but every single one of these guys when you look is between two and three round difference um so the run is just happening earlier for now so um, I'm using that. And then over here, you can see the quarterback's win rate by year, 17, 18, 19, and 20. I like the, did you build this yourself? Yeah. I like it. It was, it was built off. It was, I, I used Rotoviz information, but um, 
you know, I, I'm I'm just trying to look at quarterback in a couple different ways. Um, like Kirk Cousins, you know, he's not he never gets much love, but 12, 8, 8, and 11 win percentage. Yeah, he had some good weeks last year. Yeah, he's been sure. going as the uh, the QB seventeen. So here's my late round uh, running back. Yeah, I get it. I'd be curious to see that spreadsheet kind of overlaid with our fantasy efficiency chart. Like, so if you go to our site real quick that I sent you, and go to um, the resource tab, and go to fantasy efficiencies. Give me a sec. I got to make a pick. Yeah, do your thing. Man, not as many wide receivers left as normal. Not no one really jumping out. Yeah. Take Njoku. Njoku hasn't landed anywhere yet, has he? No, it's BS. <laughs> it's frustrating actually. All right, I'll take Donovan Peoples-Jones. They just signed, re-signed Richard Higgins, unfortunately. No, I know, but still. I mean, I, I just, you know, doing this, it was... Uh, all right, where did you send me the link to? Uh, should be Twitter. I built this site about... It's been about a month and a half now it's taken me to build this thing. So I started it in January and finished it kind of mid-February. Hold on. Let me pull up the uh, the sharing again so everyone can see it. All right. Where do you want me to go? Go to resources and then go to fantasy efficiency. Racehorses? Uh, yeah, resources. Okay. And then fantasy efficiency. Oh, I need what? access. What? It's doing that again. I thought I fixed that. Okay. Okay. Now Let's go it. over it. Um, after the pod. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, well, I, I want to see it. I'll, I don't want to send my email on there. I'll give it. No, to no, you. no, no, no. You, you shouldn't have to. That's the point. I fixed this. I thought. I'm going to fix it right now. Hold up. Well, I think that's going to pretty much do it, guys. Um, we've only got a few picks left. Um, Todd, where can people find you on Twitter? Uh, it's at the Nizzles 270. Uh, Mr. Hunter, it was a pleasure to finally meet you. And um, I, I, I appreciate you on Twitter and uh, as, as a friend. I know uh, we bust each other's chops. But I think you're a good dude, and uh, I'm, I'm glad that you're part of my circle. Uh, Mr. Muzio, very, very impressive. Um, I am looking forward to uh, getting to know you better. Yeah, me as well, man. Thanks for having us on. Yep, and we'll we'll do some more of these live drafts. Uh, I think they're pretty fun. They are fun, and it's just a way to collaborate and uh, uh, share thoughts and get other people's opinions on players. Yep. All iron right, sharpens gonna- iron. That's going to do it. Uh, Mr. Nizzles will take your money at poker. Fantasy. Um, no where do you live now? You left New York. Where do, you, where do you go to? So I lived in Telluride, Colorado for eight years, actually. Are and you then stoned? We, 
No, I'm not. It's it's actually the light, but I'm probably okay. the only guy in uh, Colorado that didn't didn't smoke weed really. So, ah, um, oh. yeah, believe it or not, but you're, you're uh, that guy. Yeah, so I have enough other vices, I guess. Um, but What's yeah, I'm name? back in I'm back in Lake George, uh, New York, for the winter, and we're moving back out to Park City, Utah, in a month. Dude, you are living the fucking dream. So, New York, Telluride. Lake George and what's Lake George like in the winter? Cold and gray. Cold and gray. Cold and gray. That's, um, that, gold, right. that's that Goldman Sachs money, I think, right? Uh, it's, it's a little bit, a little bit maybe. Oh, you work for know. Goldman Sachs? I used to. Yep. I'm my, doing uh, my research on these people. Was the VP there for like forever. Yep, but wanted to move out west, live a different life for a while, so. Um, what did what did you do for them? Rape, pillage, or plunder? <laughs> I was hey, I was I was just a trader. That's all. I, I actually traded distressed equities, so uh, was pretty busy when I was there. So uh, at fifty eight years old, I feel like a distressed equity. I don't know what I don't know how much you'd get for me though, man. Um, it, it's pronounced antiquity, not equity. <laughs> I always I always liked history. And uh, you know, I got I got a Roman or Greek nose. Sweet. Um, boy, that's not a good way to end the show. Um, someone say something. Yeah, can you do me a favor? Can you just see if you can click on it now? You don't need to share a screen, but I just want to see if I fix that. Sure. It should let you in without an email. It might have been edited, is what happened. Because we work on it as a team. All right. While you guys are doing that, I'm going to hope to leave the studio and uh, be the first one to the finish line here. So it was I great. Can get rid of you. I can get rid of you. You're deleted. <laughs> All right. I'm going to let you guys finish. Later, hey, it's been fun, boys. Do it yep, again. Yeah. Thanks, Todd. I appreciate you jumping on, man. I got rid of him, too. Um, right, I'm going to end the show, but stay on. Yeah. 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 We can still talk. <laughs>